Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. We are continuing on with our monthly conversation on the muni market. Joining us once again for the conversation, glad to welcome back Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office, Kathleen McNamara. Kathleen, it's great to have you back here on the podcast. Looking forward to our conversation. Welcome back. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me on this morning. So, Kathleen, I know you're joining us because you recently released the latest in the monthly Municipal Market Guide publication series. The latest publication is titled Built by Bonds, so we'll dive into the publication a bit here. Maybe, though, we can begin with a performance checkup on the muni market. So, year-to-date, munis are still posting positive gains. What exactly is this performance owed to? Uh, Sure, Dan. Let me explain. I mean, following a dismal year for munis in 2012, Two, the tax-exempt municipal bond market reversed course this year. On a year-to-date basis, munis are now up by a little more than 3%. By comparison, an index of U.S. Treasury securities has posted softer gains of about 1%. We attribute this positive performance in large part to three reasons. First, the higher yield environment that we saw in the early part of the year brought back some income-oriented buyers to the asset class. Second, on the supply side, the pace of new issues was pretty tight. As a point of reference, total new issue volume in the municipal market has dropped by roughly 20% compared to the same levels we saw a year ago. And third, the credit fundamentals in the muni space remain sound. I mean, the pace of ratings upgrades exceeded downgrades, as an example. So, Kathleen, many investors, they may be tempted to stay in cash, this in consideration of uncertainty in the markets, coupled with where U.S. Treasury yields are at the moment. So what do investors really need to be mindful of here in terms of risk, and how can income be achieved through munis? Oh, that's right. And the yields on cash, money market funds, and short-dated bonds have certainly become more appealing, as you just mentioned. Um, and it is tempting to stay positioned in cash and short-dated bonds given the inverted yield curve. And that's an experience that has not ever occurred in a tax-exempt bond market before until late last year. That said, we do favor barbell portfolios in order to reduce the reinvestment risk associated with high allocations to short-dated bonds and cash. We don't think that investors should wait for the final Fed rate hike before looking for opportunities to lock in attractive yields that are now available on longer-dated, high-quality munis. We see value in the 12-year to 20-year maturity area. As a point of reference, tax-equivalent yields on AA-rated, high-quality municipal bonds at the 20-year maturity point now sit at levels of about 6%. By comparison, that is 100 basis points higher than the average seen over the past 15 years. This suggests to us a good entry point for investors. So, Kathleen, as we look ahead, as we're making our way now through the second half of the year, what is your near-term performance outlook for the asset class? In the near term, Dan, the pace of municipal bond redemptions, which are estimated at $44 billion for August, is overwhelming new issue supply. And that represents an important tailwind for the market. Therefore, municipal to treasury yield ratios have room to fall a bit further before reversing course later in the year. Away from supply and demand dynamics, we anticipate range-bound Treasury yields in the months ahead, barring an unanticipated sharp rise in government benchmark yields, which would have an adverse impact on muni prices. 
We believe that tax-exempt municipal bonds can continue to register positive returns for investors over the second half of the year. Well, thank you, Kathleen, for that performance outlook. Before we close out, I do want to spend a couple of moments on the Spotlight article within the Municipal Market Guide. Now, for this month, it highlights ways which one can invest in public infrastructure projects across the U.S. So, what can you share with us from this month? Infrastructure spending is a big theme that our CIO team is now focused on, and we believe that the $4 trillion municipal bond market is a good way to get exposure to these trends. The estimated $1.2 trillion in combined new federal funding from the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, and the CHIPS Act will help municipal governments finance investment in public works, either directly or indirectly. While the benefit of each infrastructure package will vary by municipal sector, we believe there are three core areas of the municipal bond market that stand to benefit from a credit quality standpoint. First, the transportation-related sectors stand to benefit from the increased investment in public infrastructure. Second, the utility sector is apt to advance from the Inflation Reduction Act and the CHIPS Act. And third, we expect states and local governments to benefit because they're going to be able to free up some monies that otherwise would have been directed toward debt service. Well, Kathleen, thank you for hitting on those considerations. Of course, we'll encourage our listeners, our clients, to read further into opportunities highlighted within this month's Muni Market Guide. Again, that title, Built by Bonds, which is available now up on UBS.com slash CIO. For clients of UBS, you can, of course, reach out to your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the Muni Market Guide directly. Though, Kathleen, uh, thank you for dropping by, as always, keeping us informed on your latest thinking and looking forward to picking back up with our Muni conversation next month. Thanks for having me, Dan. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you, Kathleen. Again, we have been joined today by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office from UBS Studios. I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.